Hi, it's Conrado, aka Daddy Producer Coco, here to tell you about a brand new podcast hosted by me. It's called Foreign Invader, and it is a show about the pop culture that is corrupting American life. Every episode, we take a piece of culture that originated in not the United States of America and talk about its impact on our country and our lives. New episodes come out every Thursday, starting this Thursday, February 11th. You can listen to the show now on Spotify, or you can subscribe and download wherever you get your podcasts. Now, of course you're not just gonna go and subscribe willy-nilly. I don't expect you to. So here's a bit of a sample platter with short clips from the first few episodes of the show, so you can get a taste of what's in store for you. First off, here's A.B. Seidel talking about J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. So one theme that I think is very present in the books and then also very faithfully represented in the movies is this idea of the ring as embodying it and creating an addiction to power. Um, and I think that feels uniquely un-American in some way. I think that uh, power is often, uh, you know, fetishized in American culture. And if you look at certainly like the superhero genre where the individual's power is celebrated as, as uniquely American, as well as like sort of a confirmation of their ability to <laughs> exert their will over the other. Um, I think Tolkien and Peter Jackson, both view the ring as this sort of metaphor for like power and for sin itself or like the corruption of power itself. Um, and Frodo's addiction to it and, and Gollum's addiction to it and in some ways Saruman's addiction to it uh, are all really well realized. What, do you, what are your thoughts on, on that theme? Yes, as a kid, I was, and even to this day, I'm really fascinated by the idea of having this kind of MacGuffin in the story. It's always, almost always, about getting the artifact, right? Indiana Jones, like all this other stuff, there's always like the crystal or whatever that you need to find it and it's going to save you. And, it's, and this is the complete opposite. It's about destroying something. And that, I think, is also very Catholic. Yes. And very un-American. I mean, this is not a treasure hunting movie. It's a treasure destroying movie. That's such a great point. Now here is Sach the Wade talking about one of my favorite pop stars, Charlie XEX. One of the words that is always used to describe Charlie's music is futuristic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always praised for making the music of the future. I think she has embraced this persona a little bit, you know, because she titled one of her albums Pop 2, mm -hmm. literally the sequel to pop music, right, is the idea of the Definitely. Album. It's also, well, it's also because um, that title is also because she was hoping to do a three mixtape. So there's um, is there number pop one, one. No, well, oh, there's number, number one, one Angel, Angel, Pop 2, two. and then she was thinking about making a third mixtape because technically those two are mixtapes, not albums okay um but then she ended up making the charlie album instead but i like that i like that interpretation of it better <laughs> i mean that's what i thought it well, was well remember do you remember i think we were in our kitchen when we i heard when i was listening to pop 2 for the first time and i was like back seat i was like is this a like a reference to like Backstreet Boys? And I was like, Lucky, is that a reference to um, uh, Britney, Spears. Britney Spears? And I remember being like, Oh my God, is she talking about like right exactly like making the sequels, the sequels to these, to these songs? Um, Maybe I mean she, Britney Spears is a huge influence on her. Yes, she talks exactly. about her all the time. Exactly. But anyway, I don't feel super comfortable with the description of futuristic because 
you know, how do you feel about this futuristic thing? Well, right. I feel like it's it's the word that we have for now to, I think, say, um, to describe music or anything in our culture that doesn't feel like it's commercial. We call it futuristic. You know what I mean? And I feel like mm. that's kind of what it's signifying, right? Like they're doing something with music that not everybody is doing. So it's futuristic. Okay. I have two thoughts. One, interesting to use something like to describe something uncommercial when we're talking about pop music. Right. Number two, I feel like what irks me a little bit about it is this implication that if since it's futuristic, it's not for now. Right. She will not. It's almost like you're already presupposing that she won't be successful now. Right. But in the future, we will look back and see like, oh, she was doing this before everyone else was doing it instead of appreciating it now. Right. And for our last clip... EJ Meehan from the YouTube channel EJ Plays talks about the video game Animal Crossing. It's a lot about making it easier for the player to do things and like making it better for the player. Whereas mm -hmm. like in the previous games, you could get insulted by the animals. Now the animals are like always nice to you. It's like they're always like, oh, my God, it's so great to see mm -hmm. you. Like, you're so great. You're the best person ever. I love you. You're my best friend. Whereas in the previous one, they're like, wow, you're wearing that. You look ugly. It's like, I miss that <laughs> wow. kind of like, I miss them like doing that. And, 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 you know, and like, I have so much control now. Hearing you talk about all this stuff from the previous games, especially makes me, I'm, I'm surprised, but like in a good way to, to find out that these games have been popular around the world and in America with so many people, like that's not the kind of. Um, attitude that I would expect from a game. Mm. Like being honest, I went into Animal Crossing and one of the first things I wanted to do as I got frustrated not knowing what to do was beat up some of the villagers ah. and I couldn't. And I was Violence. like, why can't I beat up these people? Yeah, but that's what I'm used to from video games, especially right. from like, you know, free range games in which you just walk around and you can smack people whenever you're mm -hmm. frustrated. Yeah. And I think it's it's interesting because a lot of people's frustrations with this game comes out of what the game doesn't let them do. And they're like, how dare this game not let me do this thing? Like, it's mm -hmm. so annoying. I wish they would just let us do this. Like, people moving out. They're like, I wish it was easier to get people to move out. Like, girl, people literally will come up to you and ask you to move out. Whereas in previous games, like, if you didn't like that hippo that lived down the block, like... You just had to hope and pray that eventually they would move out. I don't know. Like, it's funny to me playing these games previously because it's so much easier to do stuff in this game than it is in any mm -hmm. of the previous ones. And people are still like, how dare they? Like, why can't I just walk up to them and say leave? And they didn't leave. Like, why can't right. I have complete control over this domain? All of a sudden, everyone's a landlord and they want to have to yeah. evict everyone. Truly. Again, the name of the show is Foreign Invader, and the first episode, which is the one about the Lord of the Rings, is available now wherever you get your podcasts. So go ahead and subscribe.